Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Field Guys podcast, your source for the greatest sports minds since Rowan McDonald. We are your hosts, Max Jensen and Cameron Curran. And today we have got a lot to talk about. Um, we have Dak signing the possible return of Colin Kaepernick. Most importantly, the uh, return of sports in general this upcoming fall. But first and foremost, this happened literally minutes before, like as we were loading on, as we were opening up Zoom. I got I got the notification out of my phone that Cam Newton got signed to the Patriots for a one-year deal. I am, as you may know, a huge Patriots fan. So you this are. is a bit of a this is a bit of a shocker for me. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a I happy shock or a like a bad shock? That's I, I I thought it was gonna I thought if it was gonna happen, it would have happened a while ago. That's it. I agree. Right? It's it's, it's, it's taken a while. That it happens now. Mm-hmm. My and I have not had time to read. Like I haven't read it. I literally just saw it pop up on my phone. Yeah, I haven't looked into it. I haven't. I didn't open up the story. <laughs> it was literally so I don't, minutes I don't ago. Know, I don't know what the details are. Yeah. My first thing has to be, first of all, it means they don't trust Stidham to some degree. I some don't degree, blame them. Right. And I've, I've, I've been hearing from a lot of Patriots, like people, that the dude can really sling it like he's got an arm. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. So they seemed kind of sold on him, and they like they hadn't signed him for a while. So I thought they were sold on Stidham. Right. I feel like this might come out of the fact that they're not having OTAs. So if they're still worried about – because, I mean, the Patriots system out of the entire NFL is probably, if not the most, one of the most complex systems, right? Yeah. So for it, for a guy coming into his first year as a starter, mm-hmm. that's a those are big shoes to fill. Uh, yeah, so if, <laughs> I would say if, so. If Belichick's worried that Sidham doesn't have it down yet, or if he's worried that Sidham is still adjusting to the to the game plans and to the whole system, mm-hmm. he might he might be bringing in Newton. But then at that point, you think. Is Newton really going to learn it faster, or does he yeah, just that's, want more season? It's a whole new system, yeah. So, I, you got to think that he just wants Stidham to either develop another year, mm-hmm. or he doesn't want him to play at all. Yeah, I don't think they have as much faith in Stidham as maybe you thought before. Um, I feel like the only reason they would bring in Newton is if if they don't have trust in him, and maybe. You know, we thought that they weren't going to do so well next year. Maybe they're looking at a six and ten, seven and nine sort of season. Um, but it seems like they're looking to compete um, right. with with Newton, and it's a one year deal. Um, so I don't mind it. Um, it's I, th- I feel like it's a good risk to take, yeah. and I don't know how much money it's for, but the Patriots were pretty low on cap space, I believe. So it couldn't have been for for too much so low risk i think high reward because he uh, has a potential to be an mvp we've seen it before he's probably lost a little bit of that he's probably not going to be a top 10 or 15 quarterback but he's going to be a solid quarterback um polar opposite of tom brady in terms of just you know personality so that'll be different i'm excited to see the relationship with bill belichick um so i 
I, I like this for both sides because yeah. it gives Cam Newton an opportunity to start. And that sort of leads into my next question. Do we think that Cam Newton is the favorite to start now? Or and that's the only reason you would sign him. Yeah, because I feel like I Cam think. Newton would not sign to be a backup quarterback. That's just not his personality. Right. So I feel like one of the aspects of the deal is like, hey, you're going to be the starter uh, week one. So bad news for Stidham. Uh, but I, I, mean, I, I don't mind this because I, I don't think Stidham is like the Patriots' future. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I mean I haven't watched Stidham at all. Yeah, I have. I'm only working off what I've heard from other people. Obviously, Belichick didn't say anything. He's right. always been silent. Patriots players were saying he's the real deal, so I trust mm-hmm. them. Yeah, but what else are they going to say? Right. Exactly. But to bring in Cam Newton, mm-hmm. you, I feel like, especially with Newton, mm-hmm. you're not bringing him in as a long-term solution either. Oh, no. It's a one-year deal. Right. So yeah. part of me still thinks with the whole I want Sidham to be good kind of bias. Yeah. What my hope is, more selfishly and you know, for my – personal feelings i hope that they're bringing in newton as a stopgap yeah as 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 like a they're trying to help stidham get any form of other mentorship that they didn't get by having brady around for a little bit longer because i mean garoppolo got that mentorship and he's he's killing it right Mm -hmm. obviously newton's not going to be the same type of mentor yeah, but I mean, they also saw what what Lamar Jackson was doing in Baltimore with the run heavy quarterback. So maybe they're trying to show Stidham how to do that. Because I mean, obviously Stidham is a more athletically inclined QB than than Brady. So if they want Stidham to also, I guess, be mentored by a type of quarterback who has that dual threat kind of capabilities, maybe mm-hmm. that's why they're bringing him in. Yeah, um, they could be planning for next year's draft sort of right. like uh like a stopgap hey if cam newton doesn't do very well and we get a really high pick we're gonna take you know one of the better quarterbacks maybe you don't get um the number one but maybe your top 10 still get a pretty good quarterback but if cam newton does well then you're like all right let's reconsider maybe we should sign him long term so i think it could go both ways um and like you said Sidham could just use this as time to develop yeah. um so I think this is good for both sides. Um, I, I was I, surprised he didn't I'm sign just, sooner, too. Yeah, I mean, they might have been using that to try and get a better deal out of him or to right. see maybe if better options came up. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, I think Newton originally wasn't going to sign to like any smaller contracts, but after right. waiting for a while, he might have been ready to take whatever anyone offered him. Yeah, I also heard he might have been waiting for like the season to start and he was just waiting for an injury to happen so he could be the replacement but with yeah. maybe with covid there's some uncertainty about the season so that plan probably wasn't the best so he probably I mean I I think I think I need more time to put this right this was this was all, all, minutes all the analysis cuz I really I have no idea how this will work out I'm kind of I'm a little bit confused yeah yeah. Yeah. But um 
sports seem to be returning though, which is a Correct. good thing. Um, yeah. One of the the newer proposals, or I guess plans at this point, is Major League Baseball, which right. is awesome because that's my favorite sport. Correct. Um, the commissioner and the owners and the players finally reached a decision. They took forever, just back yeah. and forth, back and forth, and finally the owners gave in and actually gave the players some money, which is which is good, I think. Good. Um, yeah. So they're set to return with a 60-game season starting July 24th, um, which means spring training is super soon, uh, in a few days, actually. Um, I think most teams are around July 1st. I know the Nats are July 3rd, so you know around that time. But like I said before, the players are going to be paid um, what's called pro rata, which is basically their full salary for the number of games they played. So right. they're playing 37% of the games. So they're getting 37% of their contract. Um, some rule changes. Um, the universal DH. There's a DH coming to the NL for the first time, which I, this is, this is a, a highly debated topic. I think it's fine. I mean, I always love watching pitchers hit when they hit you know, home runs or a, a nice uh, RBI or something like that. It's always fun to watch and exciting, but most of the time they're striking out, right? They're batting 150, so... Might as well give some more plated appearances to you know someone who's going to do something with them. Um, and then the other rule change is a runner on second base to start extra innings. Uh, I, I I don't like this one as much, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I let me hear it. Let me hear your thoughts. So I don't know. I I don't know why because very rarely do extra inning games go super deep. Right. right. And I've seen like the argument where there could be a strategy. Um, the example used is Billy Hamilton, who's probably the fastest player in Major League Baseball. Um, so the way the rule works, the person who's the last out of the inning, um, the, the previous inning, gets to go on second base, right? So if Billy Hamilton strikes out to end the inning in the ninth, he ends the tenth inning on second base. And I saw like managers could use a strategy. They could tell Billy Hamilton, Hey, strike out. Cause we want you on second base. Cause you're the fastest guy in the league. We want you to score next inning. We really don't care about this inning. I, I don't know. I don't love it just because I feel like it's, it's almost like, like cheating the game. Like, I don't know. I, I, I like intense, close, long games. And right. I know a lot of people don't, but don't like the long games, but right. I don't know. I, I don't love it. What do you think? I, I'm, just, I'm just confused by it. Cause I, I, don't I, I don't know why we need it. I, I, don't, I also understand why it's happening. Like, I wonder if no. it's happening specifically because of the circumstances. And if that's the case. That's another thing. Like, like why this change all of a sudden? Was this going to be a change that they implemented anyways? If it was like a full mm-hmm. season anyway? Or is it going to be a change that only came about because of this modified season? But in that case, like, what are you, what are you fixing? Yeah. What, like, what are you helping with that? I agree. So, I understand. I just, it's, an, it's a change that I feel like doesn't really have any upside besides quicker games. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's also very, like, not a ton of games going extra innings anyways. Right. I mean, and the ones that do rarely go deep enough for it to be like 
a problem. And the ones that do go like 18 innings deep, these are like people love those. Yeah, historical yeah. games. Um, but yeah, I just feel like you're going to get a runner on second base. Right. The next batter is going to bunt him over, and then it's going to be like a sack fly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I, it's I like, prefer. Plus, <laughs> doesn't like doesn't the other team get that as well? So uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's like you're going to have the same strategies by that point, right? All right. So does it even really make a difference to how, how fast the game goes? Not really. No. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of a rule change. Another thing um, to keep distance, uh, players that are not participating in the game sit in the stands six feet apart. Okay. Um, and then the players who are playing are not allowed to high five or hug or do any right. contact related celebrations and no spitting seeds. Yep. So that's, that's cool. Um, I think that's smart to keep things safe. Um, I mean, here, here's my thing for the regulations. Okay. It is, it's a very, it's, it's, it's a very fragile, like barrier to try to keep up because all it takes is one person. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's, and then the regulations don't matter anymore. Because no matter what you do, that one person's get it. We've seen how like infectious this is. It's mm-hmm. gonna spread. So all it takes is one player to get it. Yeah. So what you're doing with these is you're hoping that these regulations keep everyone in the MLB from getting it. And I feel like once one person gets it, like I and it, it's hard to imagine one person not getting it. Like oh, it's, it's hard to imagine happen. these regulations are enough. Mm-hmm to keep people everywhere from getting it. Mm-hmm. And then once someone gets it, I don't think these are enough to stop everyone from getting it. So it's, yeah. I mean, obviously, right. It's good to try. And if no one gets it for the entire season, fantastic. But it's, it's hard to imagine this being enough. And by the point, like after it's spread, do you even bother keeping the regulations like, so I, I, I wonder, I guess the simpler way of putting this is I wonder if this is all for naught, if like they're putting in all this extra work for the same exact outcome, or if this is generally like genuinely going to be, or if this is more like a PR stunt just yeah. so people start coming in. I don't think those specific regulations are going to necessarily stop anything from spreading because they're going to be close anyways. Right. Um, but I feel like they need to have something just to have right. something. Yeah. Um, and they they will end up testing the players. I think two times a week. Um, right. If anyone gets a positive result, that person is going to be quarantined for a while. They're going to be away from the team. So I I don't know if there's a way to make it any more yeah. safe without it being. They're doing all they not can, baseball. and I respect them for it. You know, I just yeah. I wonder if it's if it's worth it. And I think it it for the MLB it'll be easier because there's out of all the sports there's less less human to human contact especially like with the batting gloves and that kind of stuff i think it's completely pointless for the nba to even try like (laughs) i respect them for doing it but it is ridiculous to think that they're not all going to get it which is why i think it's part the way they're doing it where they're just going to keep everyone in the same because i think they've accepted the fact like they're going to get like they're going to get it 
So I, I think that's why they're probably doing like the, we're just going to quarantine all of you. And when you guys get it, we're going to be able to, you keep know? A, yeah, keep it locked down. Yeah, keep it locked down. Yeah. The MLB, I think it's a little bit more feasible that they, mm-hmm. they get out of this, but I, yeah, I don't think there, it's... There'll also be a lot more travel in baseball too. Yeah. Um, it's not all in one city or anything, so... right. There's there's a high chance, but let's look at some of the more the more positive things. Um, So, which player are you kind of most excited to to play? I'll go watch play. Yeah, yeah, I'll go first while while you think about it. Besides besides Juan Soto, um, I'm just not going to talk about him because it's a given. Um, I'll talk about a couple. I'll I'll talk about a couple other players. Uh, First guy I'll talk about Mookie Betts, right? He was traded from the Red Sox to the Dodgers this offseason. We haven't seen him yet. Right? This, he's moving to the NL for the first time. Uh, he's going to be playing on you know, a lot of different teams, uh, different ballpark. And this is his free agent year, right? He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. The Dodgers gave up a lot for one season of Mookie Betts. Um, and it's not even one season of Mookie Betts. It's like one mini season of Mookie Betts. So he's really got to prove it. So I think he's going to go out there. Um, give it his all, and I' very excited to see what he, what he can do. I wouldn't be surprised to see him put up a an MVP season. Right. Um. Actually, yeah. it, it's it's funny you saying because I was, I was thinking Mookie Betts as well. Oh, were you? Oh, okay. I was. He was oh, the first okay. one. No, I was. I gen. I because you know I'm a Red Sox fan, <laughs> and are. he left the that's, Red Sox. That's fair. And it's probably for very different reasons than you are. I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. to watch him just crap the bed yeah um okay great guy probably never met him i'm probably probably a a great guy guy. yeah Mm -hmm. um but selfishly i i hope he's he's just awful he didn't sign with another team he was traded he didn't have a choice because they knew he was gonna leave them he probably was gonna leave them he was so it's it was it was a they, they played it safe anyways and i I don't hope he gets injured. I don't hope he gets sick. I hope he he lives a healthy long life. But I hope, hope he, hits, he bats two hundred. I hope I hope I hope he hits like one seventy five. Wow. And and then he'll go back to the Red Sox, you know, and they'll be like, because that's how it works. Yeah. And um, then you know what he'll do? Yeah. He'll he'll do it tonight, and he'll just make bank being on that show as an analyst. Will do. All right. Um, I'll go with a couple of other players that I'm kind of excited to see. Fernando Tatis Jr. The dude balled out last year, right? He very well could have been on his way to Rookie of the Year if Pete Alonso wasn't a thing and he hadn't gotten hurt. Um, but he's already one of the better shortstops in baseball and just watching him play is so fun. He's great on defense. He's he's an awesome base runner and he can hit. Um so I think it's going to be really fun to see him in what's technically a full season, but like not really. Um, yeah. And, and then as, as a Nats fan, I got I got to throw my, my, my boy Trey Turner out there. Um, he played all last season with nine fingers pretty much. Cause his, his 10th finger was basically broken the entire season. So, um, so he'll have 10 fingers this season. So that should mean he's, he's, he does a little bit better. So I'm I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, we want to make 
uh, any early World Series picks here? You, you got one, Cameron? Yeah. I'll go first. Um, no, no, no. I, yeah, actually, you, you go first. You go first. All I'm right. weighing the pros and cons. So I am looking at this um, this year as a whole, right? 2020 has been an awful year, right? The pandemic, sure. things that have been going on in the world, it's just, it's not a great year. So let's just cap it off with something just the little, the, the cherry on top of just mm-hmm. awful things. Let's, let's give the Astros the World Series title. Okay. Right? Because I, yeah. I, I just thought like, what could make 2020 even worse? Yeah. And it's the Astros winning, right? Yeah. They're probably the team that benefited from this. Uh, well, I don't want to say benefited, um, but basically benefited from the, Got the, away the, the, easiest. the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Uh, the most because they were going to get beaned, booed, yeah. everything. And now there's not going to be fans. So they're really, really off the hook. Um, so why not, you know, make 2020 even worse and give Do they beat the Nationals? Time. Do they beat the Nationals in your, in your end of? Yes, uh, that would be, scenario? that would be awful, but like perfect yeah. for, for this story. For 2020. Um, but, I mean, it was possible. Like them and the Yankees are kind of the AL favorites. So true. But I, I will say, for real, watch out for the Dodgers, Yankees, Athletics, and Nats. Those. Are I was. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Dodgers, Yankees. Okay, that's that's yeah. that's sort of the consensus. My 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 big my dig, uh, my big like very specific prediction. Right. Mm-hmm. What is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna build off of my Mookie Betts trash season okay. theory. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers gonna, are still going to make the the World Series. So here's going to happen: Dodgers are going to they're going to have Mookie hit like like three, right? They're going to have him hit early, right? They're, okay. He's going to he's, he's going to blow it. The Dodgers are going to start slow. Okay. Okay. They're going to move Mookie out of at, just completely out of the starting lineup. Wow, that would take a whole lot. 17 games in, they're going to move him to like seventh. Okay. 26, 26 games Yikes. in, 26 games in, they're moving him completely out because they understand it's not a long season. It's not even, we got to, we got to fix it now. We got to fix it now because they know they don't have as much time. Wait. 26 games in, Mookie Betts is out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. At this point, the Dodgers are going to be like this year's Nats, right? <laughs> Awful start to the season. Okay. 24 games in, we'll say they're 11 and 13. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. They're going to finish off this season. There's 60 gonna, games. I know. I'm trying to, trying to think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in third. Okay. Third, third in, in, the, in the NL. Okay. So, so they win their division? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They're going to win their division. But they're the lowest seed. Right. Got it. Okay. They are going to make it to the World Series uh-huh. where the Yankees come in. Yankees are coming off a super high season. Right. Like 16-0 type stuff. Okay. Probably not. Good. You know. it's, it's probably not. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them I'll give them I'll give them 45 and 15. All right. That's pretty solid. That's pretty so solid. Just, just, just banging away. No one could even touch them. The 15 games they lost were because of like 
inclement weather or something like that. Right. Obviously. It was all acts of God. The only reason they lost. Okay. Dodgers are coming in. They're the huge underdogs. They're, they're, they're coming off their, their high of, of that final push, but they're still the underdogs. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. David and Goliath type stuff. Okay? Ah, okay. They're coming in. Yankees, first two games, easy wins. Easy. People are people are thinking, oh, this is this is silly. Like, why just give up now so you can go mm-hmm. back to your friends and loved ones? All right. Don't drag this out. Okay. Game three, Dodgers are gonna hit a walk-off double. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Dodgers are going to hit a walk-off double. Yeah. And in the 11th inning, mm-hmm. because of the guy on second. The guy on second base. Yep. <laughs> the guy on second base. They're, it's going to be two and one. People are going to be in the news the next day. You're going to hear Stephen A. Smith going, oh, that second baseman needs to get off. This is a dumb rule. I'm right? sure he will. Now you're predicting even Dodgers. You know, analysts talking. <laughs> Dodgers come in, they're gonna win game four, right? Yeah. So it's two and two now. Everyone's like, oh, this is something's happening. This is intense. Yankees win game three. Okay. Or no, game five, their third game. All right. <laughs> it's it's a must-win situation. Okay. Yeah. Dodgers come in, just bang it out game six. Of course. The, the, like it wasn't even close. Dodgers are gonna win the entire time. People are kind of shocked by this coming into game seven at Yankee stadium. Yeah. All right. Or I wonder if they'll have it. At, if they're probably playing at like the regular stadiums, right? Yeah. Yeah. They are. Yep. All mm-hmm. right. Coming into game seven. It's, it's a Yankee stadium, but Dodgers are like 38% of the people there. So it, it's, it's kind of even actually. Well, there's no fans. So, so no, but go on. Uh, <laughs> They're thirty percent spirit. They are thirty percent of the audience watching. There you go. Okay. Right. Right. Yankees first three innings. It looked like they're going to take this game. Mm-hmm. First three innings. It ends four nothing coming into the fourth inning. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, all right, we got to just keep this momentum. Don't give them anything. Step on their throats. Right. Right. Dodgers. They get. They get. Like one run in, but the Yankees also get a run in in the fourth, so it's it's kind of pointless. It's it's five one coming into the sixth, right? Right. The hats the hats are turned upside down and backwards. Rally cap, <laughs> full on rally cap. Even yeah. by, by this point, even some of the Yankees guys are cheering for the Dodgers because they just want to see greatness. Yeah. Mookie Betts, you can see him in, in the, at the MLB tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, because they cut him. Because they cut him, and now he's an analyst. Mm-hmm. And game, all right, not game. Sorry, inning seven. Right. You are really dragging this on. They're making, they're making big moves. Big moves. They tie it up going into the eighth. Okay. Eighth, eighth inning. Dodgers. Dodgers put get get one run in. Yankees get one run in. All right, yeah, so it's so like it's, six to two, it, right? No, six six. I, they, they tied it up going into the going into the. Oh, eight. okay. Yeah, no, okay. it was it was Didn't big. Realize. They tied it up. They tied it up. They had a big ending. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all right, six six, going in to the ninth. Yeah. 
the Yankees or the Dodgers are up two outs. They just get an absolute just rocket, just like a piss missile, like like 430 feet, right? Second deck. It was clean. You just, you, you heard it come off the bat and you're like, oh, it's gone. Like the the pitcher, like didn't even turn around because he knew it was gone. That's that's their only run for the inning. Only person even on base for the inning. Yankees, they're down one, six, seven, coming up. Strikeout. This is the ninth inning. Strikeout looking. Okay. Mm-hmm. That that's one out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Right. Uh, pop out is next, right? Like a pop out to like. The no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a pop out. Pop out next, so that's the second out. Right. And then the Yankees. It's, it's got to it's end on a strikeout, right? They get, well, they get one on base. Oh. They get one on base, right? So everyone's like, ah, it doesn't really matter. Yankees got him first. Next batter up, hits, hits a nice ball to right field. Yeah. So they're runners on first and third. And yeah. then strike. 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 0 oh 2. 0 oh 2. Ball, ball. So it's two, two and two. two. Foul ball. Still two and two. Ball. Full count. <laughs> full count. He's caught looking. Game over. And that's how the season's gonna go. All right. Cool. Me on this. I when, I will. When this happens, people are gonna say, Cameron, how did you know it was gonna happen? And I'm gonna say, how did you not know? How so, long did that segment take? <laughs> so, is, is, <laughs> how, how long did I spend too, on that big scenario? Too long. Oh my god! I was gonna I was say that too. I was having fun doing that whole situation. I was gonna say our next topic is NBA predictions, but now I don't know if I want to do that because Kevin's gonna do drag you, it on. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to give me your fake situation? Uh, we'll, you know, I. We'll no. just give. We'll, <laughs> we'll just give. We'll just give predictions. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's is good because it, I know more about the end. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, so I, right. I, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for people because you know the answer. We already spoiled Major League Baseball. There's, there's, I mean, there's no. I mean, I spoiled it. You weren't really helpful. Yeah, but you, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to ruin nice. the betting. You I was know, trying Vegas. To nice. Yeah, you'd get arrested. All right. So, so my NBA there. predictions. I didn't want to go. What everyone goes right. I everyone's okay. picking the Bucks and the Lakers. Maybe right. the Clippers throwing in, but that's boring. That's boring. boring. Okay. I'm going to go NBA Finals 2020 Clippers okay. versus yeah. 76ers. Oh, no. Right? God, Max. All right. Hear me oh, out. no. I hear refuse to hear you out. That's ben Simmons. Disgusting. Yeah, he's trash. He's an elite player. He's right? The only things he can't do are shoot threes <laughs> and free throws. He can't, he can't shoot outside of the paint, Max. He's very good. Right? He's good and at he's, layups. Like everyone he's, else in the end. He's insane at defense too. Like he's he's very he's, he's very athletic. He's in the conversation for uh, defensive player of the year, right? So he's sure. an all around. He, he's a pretty good player. He's I would call him elite. Okay. He's also bulked up over uh-huh. the uh, over the uh, break, so he's uh-huh. bigger. Yep. I feel like he could match up with Giannis. He could keep he, he could keep him out of the paint. Okay. All right. So you got Ben Simmons. Yeah. But then you got Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel Embiid has also been working out. Apparently he's been working out six days a week. If if all if any NBA players have not been working out six days a week, then they should be cut. He is gonna be bigger than he was before, stronger, yeah. and he was already an elite basketball player, one of the best centers in the game. 
one of the best. So those two are going to carry yeah. the 76ers yep. to to the, the finals. The one concern that I do have about the 76ers. The one. You have the one, one concern, concern about the 76ers. Is, is their, their road record. Um, so I, I guess technically every game for them in Orlando will be on the road. Um, their road record wasn't so hot. It was uh, 10 and 24. Uh, okay. But they were almost undefeated at home. They only lost twice. So, yeah. But theoretically, everyone they play will be on the road, which sure. means they're technically at home, which means right. they'll technically go undefeated. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's some good logic right there. And yep. they're actually they they're a good matchup with the Bucks. Like every yep. game was close. They won one of the games this year. So that's why I think the 76ers, the Clippers. The more realistic one. I mean, Kawhi Leonard. I actually, I, I, I agree with the Clippers pick. I, I, I'm going to pick the Clippers as well. Yeah, yeah. Leonard, like, we saw what he did last year in the playoffs, yeah. right? There's no way he doesn't duplicate his performance this year, right? He's arguably the best playoff performer in the NBA right now. So He's good at his job. But my second ploy, point is that you got Kawhi Leonard, but you also got Paul George, yeah. right? Leonard had some very solid players around him last year. He didn't have Paul George. Sure did. Right? So this duo was very good in the regular season. We didn't see them a lot. But, you know, I feel like they're going to kill it in the playoffs. Um, And they have some great depth, too. They got Williams, Harrell, Morris. uh, And I think defensively, they're really set up to play against almost anyone. And I think, didn't didn't Avery Bradley go out for the uh, Lakers? I think he got COVID, so he's not playing. I think they might sign J.R. Smith too. <laughs> I heard that. about that. I um, would, but I think that's that a that's good news for the Clippers. So that's yeah. my pick. Okay. Why don't you keep this one uh, shorter? I'll keep, I'll keep it at least under thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think realistically, it'll it'll be Bucks and then one of the LA teams. That's boring. That's yeah. It's boring. That's no fun. I'm not gonna pick the Bucks. Yeah. They're. Also, there's a point. There's an argument to be made where, like, if the Bucks don't win it this time around, mm-hmm. Giannis has no reason to stay because it's yeah, yeah. obvious I can see at that. that point. Giannis is the only reason they're winning any games, and he needs help. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, what if Giannis went to the Lakers? Sorry, whole whole tangent. That'd be so much fun to watch. Yeah. Or the old Warriors. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get back on track. <laughs> People are going to hate me. They're not going to hate me. They're going to be. I know what you're about to say. I know what you're going to say. They're going to say, Cameron, Cameron, this is what you are. You are biased. Okay? You are. Those minded. I know what you're going to say. I'm going to say to those haters. Yes. Correct. Because I picked the Raptors. Correct. Oh, oh <laughs> you were getting, you were getting cocky there. No, I picked the Celtics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's between the Celtics and the Raptors. I want to really? pick the. I want to pick the Raptors. Here's Dude, my I love thing. Kyle Lowry. Here's my thing. I'm worried they're too much of a regular season team, where they have fantastic coaching, they have a great five person lineup, mm-hmm. but in 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 the playoffs you need that X factor player. You need that X factor. Yeah. Someone who can who can will a win for you. You're Kawhi, and, you're LeBron. Right. And mm-hmm. so the Raptors are set up for a great regular season, which they had. They're number two in the East. 
mm-hmm. I don't think they can go four rounds with the best teams in the NBA. I agree. Celtics, I think they do have those players. I would you, agree. You, you can see Jason Tatum is going to take over the NBA one day. <laughs> that guy is insane. He's it's it's almost like imagine if Ben Simmons could shoot. That's similar to what Jason yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could see that. And then you have Kemba Walker, the vet, who's, the vet. who's not only is he insanely good, but he can help these players who have been to the playoffs before, by the way, these young kids who have been to the playoffs before. Mm-hmm. I think Brad Stevens is arguably the best coach in the NBA. Right? And then I'm going to give you the Clippers on the other side. Right. I think the Kawhi... And and Paul George lineup is it's too deadly. I think. Oh yeah. I think LeBron is gonna do all he can, but eventually, Anthony Davis is gonna miss eighteen free throws for something like that. Anthony Davis is gonna do something to mess it up. Um, I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you Celtic Clippers. I'll, I'll say I'm gonna say the the Clippers take the win for this one. Right. Well, I was gonna pick the Clippers too. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. If if everything goes well for the Celtics, they are probably my favorite for next year. You know, I I agree with that actually. I think the yeah. Celtics are They're next so year. They don't have the they don't have the Kyrie Irving curse on them anymore. Oh right, right, right. They're actually C- happy. Cameron's favorite basketball player is Kyrie he's Irving. The, if you didn't he's know, the worst player on the planet ever. Kyrie Irving and Mookie Betts are Cameron's favorite players. Dude, if Kyrie Irving. And Mookie Betts switched sports, they'd probably play just as well. Yeah. That's a anyway. bar right there. Um, moving on to some some more football. Uh, more football. We talked yep. a little bit about football. Good time to do that football. Um, Dak Prescott recently was put on a franchise tag. Uh, yep. Which, and this was an exclusive tag, which means no other team can sign him. Correct. Um, so, I don't know. My reaction to this... I. I don't really like it. It's I, I think it's sort of an insult to Dak, to be honest. Okay. Right. He's the leader of that team. Yeah. He's pretty. I, I would argue he's a top ten QB. Yeah, uh, he's fine. For for and he's been with them for four years. Right. Like like what more do you want? Right. Right. I don't know what he was asking for, but if it was in the range of what Carson Wentz wanted, then how does that deal not happen? Dude, Carson Wentz is so much better than Dak. Uh, he is. He I don't is know so if he's that much better. Is an elite quarterback. Anyways, another another actually point I wanted to make: Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Played one really good season. Yep. Got a crazy deal. Yep. And the Cowboys are not willing to uh, to give Dak more than one year. I think they mess this up because I feel like it sort of sours their relationship and hurts negotiating down the line. Yep. I mean, <laughs> look what happened with Kirk Cousins and the Redskins. True, and Nick Foles and every other team. Yeah. and and they pay literally everybody else. They pay, I think I think that they, yeah they, they pay Amari Cooper. Yeah. So why not pay your quarterback? They pay less unless deep down Jerry Jones is saying Dak's not the guy. He's not committed to Jack, Dak, which is it's a different debate. It's right. Totally different. But I okay. don't think. 
I think Jerry Jones has commitment problems to Dak Prescott. Okay. So I think that's what I'm saying. I think they just paid everyone, forgot they had to pay their quarterback. Yeah, and then once forgot. Dak was like, Can I have the price that I deserve? They were like, Oh. Oh, we've we ran out, sorry. No. <laughs> 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 um I mean I think originally, like what Dak was at, what Dak was asking for originally, mm-hmm. like way bit way back, seemed a little high because yeah. he's he's good, but he's not like top of the NFL ever paycheck good. Yeah, um, but Kirk Cousins is the highest paid NFL. No, Kirk Cousins is also with draft. I mean, we saw how that happened, right? That's, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, like Kirk Cousins got signed to a similar deal and it went awful. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, I think, I think Dak he, he got what he deserved. I think, or not deserved. He got uh, what's the what's the price he got? He got like thirty. I don't know what the franchise tag. It sounds. I think I think it was like thirty something. It was low thirty. So I think I think he deserves that. Uh, yeah, but it's, I think it's he a deserved a longer term deal, right? That's, I think that's yeah. I think he fair. got the money approximately uh, correct. That's but, fair. Yeah, yeah. But the I agree uh, with that. the time, I think, I just, I just I think the problem is that they couldn't come to an agreement, so they kind of need to say, "All right, we're gonna like put a tag on you until we can figure this out." Yeah, give them more time. Um, I don't know. I think the Cowboys just overall are a trash organization who forgot that they needed a quarterback. That's and Jerry Jones is probably no. I don't dispute that. The Cowboys yeah. are pretty trash. They're not smart. Um, anyways, uh, wanted to talk about one more sports thing until we hit the uh, the non sports segment. Um, Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Um, there's been there's some been there's been some buzz. Um, reports say that there's legitimate interest from multiple teams, and at least and one head coach is absolutely interested. Oh, about damn time, if I'm yeah. being honest. So, yep. the the training camps open July 28th. Yep. So I feel like that's sort of the time he's probably going to sign because teams, I guess they can technically hold workouts for him, but. I feel like they're going to wait. Um, but I, I do think a team is finally going to sign him, um, which is good. Um, I just wanted to hit a couple landing spots that make some sense. Seahawks. Um, Pete Carroll has expressed a lot of interest. No, Pete Carroll, he's been adamant. Like He'd be good with Cap. Um, I, I, I feel like he fits that. their system. Him and yeah. Russell Wilson play similar – games um geno smith is the backup right now and he's like he's he's fine backup quarterback but like cap would be better you you, you think he'll sign as a backup oh cap is definitely signing as a backup Uh, you mean like anywhere he goes or just specifically in seattle no and anywhere he goes i think okay um but that's another point like i feel like he's going to go somewhere where there's an established starting quarterback so there's no debate like who are we starting? Like if he went to like the Redskins, then it'd be like Haskins or Kaepernick. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, Smith is signed to a cheap one year deal. So they're not really, you know, wasting his contract or anything. And the big thing for me, Kaepernick's going to get a lot of attention from the media for, you know, whatever ends up happening. Russell Wilson, I feel like is a very mature guy. He's going to be able to handle a lot of the spotlight taken away from him and put on Kaepernick. Right. Right. So I think he'd be able to handle that really well. 
Um, you know, I think Cap would be a good good fit for the Seahawks. My other one is the Ravens because similarly they have an established starting quarterback. Right. Go there to be the backup. Yep. I think he's better than RG3 at this point. Um, the big connecting factor, though, is Greg Roman, who is the OC, the offensive coordinator in San Francisco when Cap played. So he loves him already. Right. And John Harbaugh is Jim Harbaugh's brother. So, yeah. you know, just connecting the dots. Sure. And theoretically, I mean, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is, you know, obviously MVP is a really good quarterback, but Cap could even help him develop a little bit, right? True. That's so true. I think those are some good landing spots for, for Colin. It's true. I, I, I think I agree with both of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I hadn't really considered the, the idea of him signing as a backup. Would he go anywhere to start? I don't, I don't think so. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of coaches that A, want him, and B, places he could play. Because, I mean, obviously, it's very dependent on coach and ownership versus yeah, I know the like Lions just how the players feel about him. Be good with it. Yeah. And if, I mean, you're not, if you're not good with signing Kaepernick, then get out of here. Like, right. No, I agree. It's just, I mean, I think he probably wouldn't play in Oakland. He might play in Oakland. I guess Las Vegas now. Yeah. I mean, like the Jaguars could make sense because Gardner Minshew Jaguars is not. Jaguars make sense. I mean, we've had this discussion before when we're like, where was Cam Newton going? Where right. is Jameis Winston going? And it's, I, it's I just, the same sort of teams. I, I wonder what specific, like whether or not he wants – I mean, he's going to be in the spotlight no matter where he goes, at least for the first half of the season. Yeah, I think he'd be fine with, this, the, with a backup role. And right. I feel like if he – like he's been out of the league for three years. Right. Right. For For – not ideal reasons uh, for stupid reasons, but regardless, he hasn't played football in the NFL for three right. years. But I don't think a team is going to get him. It's going to take some. No matter what he does, it's going to take a while for him to get there. Yeah, roster. and I hope it's sort of a Teddy Bridgewater situation where he goes to a team. He he's a backup quarterback. Yeah, um, he shows that he can still play, and he gets a starting job somewhere else. And I really hope that happens. Actually, how old is he now? I'd assume like late twenties, right? Let's see. Hold 29 on. is my guess. 29? Yeah, that's my guess. Oh, he's 32. Uh, that was, that was kind of close. <laughs> he was 29 when he left the league, I guess. Yeah. And I, I was also going to talk about, uh, well, when I was planning this podcast, Kaepernick yeah. versus Cam Newton. Who would you sign first? But obviously apparently that... Cam Newton first. Yeah, that, like that question that. has been answered. Yeah. Um, but I guess that sort of wraps up our sports discussion. And we have... A quick little uh, TV show discussion. Um, we're talking our top five favorite TV shows of all time. Yep. But also, we we wanted to talk a little bit about a show that Cameron's very much invested in. He it's one of his favorite shows right now. Uh, when he talks about it over text, it's in all caps. Just uh, just so you know. Sure. Uh, we're talking Outer Banks and. When we're talking about this, don't worry because this has to be spoiler free because I'm I haven't finished it yet. I'm halfway through. Sure. So, Cameron, what do you what do you have to say about OBX? Okay, first of all, it's we're we're late to the party. 
We, oh right, I forgot we were gonna. Have this. We we are we are we're we're late to the party. Um, mm-hmm. it was, it it was it was number one on Netflix. I think all the way up until around like early to mid May. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit later than that. It was somewhere in it was like April. Mid, right? Well, it, it was released in April. Mm-hmm. But it, it got, got big got later. Really big, got like it. late April. I think around like mid May is when it started to fall off of the mainstream a little bit. Now it's late June and Max has just started watching it. Well, I feel like I need to because I'm going I'm going to we're going to uh, the beach in the Outer Banks. Right. You, Not everyone gets that opportunity. That's true and you need to watch it so you know what the Outer Banks is like. Right, cuz they filmed it there, but they They didn't. did film it. Yeah. And also <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of gold, you know. You got to watch out for the gold. Right. I I, I also it, it looks nothing like the Outer Banks if 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 you were wondering. But Anyways, well, the marshes look kind of similar. I feel like, like the okay. little with the boats and the the tall grass yeah, around yeah. the water. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's a fantastic show. It is, yes, it's a little bit cheesy in terms of plot, with the whole finding gold. Dad is dead. He gets the girl. It's it's a little bit cheesy. But how can you not be emotionally invested in everything that those people do? I was so emotionally invested in whether or not those characters succeeded. Like, it was shocking. Like, I didn't think it was possible. I, like, it, it, it's hard to explain how without Without, without spoiling, of course. Exactly. And it's... When it ended, I mean, the post-show depression was real. It it was real. Like I was genuinely, like I was not happy. And I've, I mean, my friends and I would like, would talk about it on and on. Like friends that aren't into, like that cheesy, like you kind of like teenage like me. Like I don't usually go for shows like that, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Shows like what I thought, I thought it was in like a Riverdale type situation, which I watched like my sister was watching it mm-hmm. and I, I saw like an episode or two of it. I was like, this is awful. I, why would I enjoy this ever? Yeah. So I thought it was something like that. And then everyone was watching it and I was like, I, I don't get it. That's and then, because like. I had never watched it. And then my sister says, dude, you actually, you have to watch it. Like, all right, fine. And then I watched it. And it was the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. So, and yeah. and and like my, my friends and I who my friends who have similar like interests in TV, that like stuff that's less cheesy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I respect their opinions and like they're Scooby-Doo. more like they're very mature. Scooby Doo is its own thing. Scooby Doo is its own thing. Okay. People who like who, who are more mature in terms of their, uh, I guess, TV show tastes. Viewership also watched it and also had the same exact reaction where they were emotionally invested in both the show and the characters and the relationships within it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that if you don't like the show, yeah, you're either a you're lying to yourself because you're embarrassed that you yeah. like the show. Right. Or you're dumb. 
and get it fixed. Those are two good show. options. Those are the um, two only options. So yeah, I'm obviously halfway through, so I don't yep. know the full picture. I'm jealous. I wish I could watch it again for the first time. But I will say it's a good show. I'm not going to say it was the greatest moment of my life. Okay, maybe I, I overreacted a little bit. I think there are some good things about the show. I yep. think there's some really good things. I think that the the characters are relatable and very very good. Um, very good but there's just some like little things that I'm like, oh my god, like some <laughs> some of it's like really cheesy. Like, okay, there's no way that they didn't call the police, or there's no way this didn't happen, right? Sure. And then like the cinematography is not great during the action scenes. All right, there like, was one action scene. No, there was at least two. I, what? Whenever, I know when, the first action scene you're talking about. Right, what's the let me demonstrate. When, whenever they're running, it's like. Like, like it's realistic <laughs> it's so bad the camera guy is running behind them it's it's so, supposed to put you in that place anyways That's just i think good it's a good show i'm not gonna say like i wouldn't give it like a golden globe like it's not like that type of show it's an entertaining show it's entertaining okay i i i can i can handle that i, yeah. I can handle it but that that sort of brings us to our our top five um yep i guess i'll go first um okay. or we can do do we want to alternate Five, Actually, five, four, four. I, I, I got to make a quick change. I'm sorry. All right, I'll just, I'll just go through mine. Yeah. Right, so five, uh, another show that I'm currently watching, but I've gotten through four seasons now. I'm pretty far into it. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. Andy Samberg is a genius and sure. very funny. And it is an awesome show. Uh, sure. Love the characters. Love everything about it. Funny. Uh-huh. Four, West Wing one of the best shows of all time. Yep. I'm very into politics and that sort of deal. So it's extra cool for me, but Cameron, who's more into like engineering and stuff, um, enjoys it. It's going it, to be on his list too. It's yeah. It's interesting. Good I think, I think everyone sort of likes it who watches it, which is good. It's true. Three. I have the office, which I mean, come on. Funniest show of all time, I think. Well, funniest one of the funniest show of, show of all time. Okay. Um, great characters, just just perfect. Number two, Game of Thrones, probably my favorite like like show that would be uh, like in in the running for like a, like a Golden Globe. Like it's that type of show, like sure. a dra- drama. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, um, good work. Good, yeah. good work. But I'm also I'm also starting to read the books. Um, it's just it's so good like there's so many different characters and it's sometimes hard to keep track of but like they make it doable and it's just um i know like the violence might not be for everyone but uh i think it's sort of necessary so um and then number one camera's gonna make fun of me but uh gotta go survivor it's just one of those shows like every wednesday night i'm just very excited to watch it and i'm gonna win survivor one day so you are Got to put it number one in case Jeff Probst is watching this and decides to put me on the show. All right, Cameron. All right. I actually, while you were doing that, I was looking away from the oh, camera. Oh, you changed it. I oh, changed man. it big time. I forgot it. <laughs> I, forgot time. I forgot about two heavy hitters. <laughs> and I knew it. When I was writing my list, I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah. And I remembered as you were talking. <laughs> so while, while you were talking, I was, I was overfixing Good. it. I changed it Good. big time. You're welcome. You, actually, it helps. Mm-hmm. Five, I'm gonna go South Park. Love South Park. I haven't seen that. 
so far. It's it's weird. It's it's very <laughs> weird. That. It's you have to because it also like it talks about current issues in a very satirical way. Right. But it's not satire as in like proper and like oh it's like it's only funny if you think about it. It's like it's very abrupt and not child friendly and like yeah. like kind of like mentally abusive actually wow it's it's like it's very gory and gruesome i yeah i get you i get what you mean but it's still good very very funny gotcha um the the humor like the dialogue itself mm-hmm. is very very funny yeah i think eric cartman might be one of the most funny characters <laughs> if ever. you will one of one yeah the i'm gonna say most funny okay cool out of stubbornness cool uh, um, and it's it also it like it has its very like hard hitting episodes where it's like i it's it's hard to watch them just because like how weird they are but it also has the very silly ones like they have one where they're just playing like world of warcraft the entire time and it, it's not like you don't know why it's funny but it just is and it's like it's not hard to watch it's not gruesome it's just yeah. funny uh-huh. um they have a good mix of that and it's also like they talk about like issues like current issues so it's it's also good for that there you go number four is avatar <laughs> avatar last airbender also made his uh his top five childhood shows too right so you got to think it's on there Max is gonna say, uh, "That's that's probably not on everyone's top five. That's it's, probably not on everyone's top five. It's on everyone <laughs> like below the age of like twenty who's ever watched Avatar is putting it on their top five. Everyone, uh, yeah. I Max, did. I did not put it on. For my someone top who five. puts Survivor at number one, your opinion has kind of been discounted. Yeah, but she said that a lot. <laughs> that's because you have dumb opinions, Mister. Yeah. Mr. Toy Story is better than. I will say it again. It's it's more dear, near and dear to my heart. I'm not saying it's a better movie. I'm just. I saying, don't care. I don't care. You have no right to do something like that. Cameron is. Yeah. No right to do something like that. All right. Um. By the way, I I, I rewatched Django Unchained. I forgot how funny that movie. Dude, was. that is such a good movie. I'm. It's, no, it, it's really good, but it's also like I forgot Dude, how funny it was. Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, it's is. a very. I, I remember he, the, the scene where he smashes the glass. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's like real. Like it was improvised, and he actually got cuts all over his hand. Yeah, I was there, there were three actors I felt that deserved best supporting actor. Like. Yeah. Leo, the guy yeah. who actually got it, and. Samuel L. Jackson, who is probably the funniest character in the entire movie. No, <laughs> who, who, who's the did, did, did the German guy get it? Christopher Waltz is what? Yeah, it's probably the German, German guy. The, the, yeah. the guy from um, Inglorious, Inglorious, no, yeah, 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 Inglorious yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Um, so good after actor. Avatar, it's a good transition right there. After Avatar is New Girl. <laughs> New Girl, I think. It's so funny mm-hmm. because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it, it, it has a brand of comedy that most sitcoms don't have, yeah. where it's like ironic and they like they make like 
jokes that usually aren't seen in live action stuff. Like they still do flashbacks. It's it, it's almost like Family Guy. Yeah. Obviously, not nowhere to the same degree as it can be, just because animation has way more potential for ridiculous things. Yeah. But New Girl, like they still have weird dialogue that you wouldn't usually see in live action, and it's like it's not meant to be as if it's an actual conversation. They're kind of just funny things that the characters are saying, and they have like those like the flashbacks and the self humor. So I, I think overall, it's very funny. It's like it's like an elite version of Friends, you know? Wow, that's a bold statement. Where it's like, because Friends, Friends, is, Friends is a elite Friends version of New Girl. Very, I think Friends is mostly elite just because of how, like, historically famous it is. Just because like everyone has yeah, seen it. If if you everyone, watched it, everyone it, can reference it. It came out, right? Like everyone knows Friends. Everyone can reference it. It it has like that name fame. I think New Girl, in terms of just pure comedy and acting and like quality overall of the show, Friends is a great show. New Girl, I think, is funnier and it's overall a better show. Fair enough. Number two, I have Family Guy. Similar to South Park, I assume. So it is similar to South Park. South Park is a little bit more abstract than Family mm-hmm. Guy is, which mm-hmm. is a weird sentence to say. But I... You can't go wrong with Family Guy. Always funny. I mean, it's always funny. Seth Rogen is not Seth Rogen. What's his face? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Genius. It's like Seth Rogen. No, no. I don't think he's in it. They're both Seths, so it kind of makes sense. That's Have you ever? Did you ever see uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West? That is so fun. Like, if you watch that, you'll kind of know what I mean by New Girl being like a live-action Family Guy, okay. where it's like it's humor because they don't take themselves too seriously and Seth MacFarlane stars in it ah cool but it's family guys number two and I don't need to make an argument for that yeah number one and then West Wing is number one and it's it's interesting that Max is the political science guy and I'm the engineer but I like West Wing better I think well okay it it, it, it is kind of interesting hold on hold on I was yeah. just looking what I have above it. Like so to be fair, you you wouldn't watch it anyways, but you've you haven't watched a full season of Survivor. You haven't watched Game of I Thrones. I watched one episode of Survivor. Yeah, and then you gave up on it. You haven't Game watched of, Game of Thrones, right? Of Those Thrones. are two I have above it. I also Here's the thing I have with Game of Thrones. Here's the thing I have with Game of Thrones. I think mentally, like I'm sure it's a great show. It's a fantastic I show. I was told by like 80 different people to 80 watch different it. people that's a lot of people i hyperbolize i don't, think you know 80 I, don't know, I know 80 people that have watched game of thrones i don't okay maybe that not, maybe maybe not like maybe like five maybe like i was hyperbolized no i know more than five i i know people max all right i've got okay. connections in high places my bad yeah um a certain number of people told you I, I know a lot of people who know, who have watched game of thrones Myself, a lot of them including you a mm-hmm. lot of them repeatedly told me to watch game of thrones yep. and i wanted to watch it yep. but the more people told me to watch it the more i didn't want to watch it so it's like reverse psychology so cameron don't kind watch of. the show it was like it was like people kept telling me to do it and i was like just like please stop and i just like i think me getting bothered by those people made me not want to watch game of thrones and i still don't want to watch it i'm sure it's i'm sure it's great i just 
since everyone talked about how bad last season was, I have no reason. Okay, I forgot just... to put, dude, I forgot mm. to put Psych on my top five. It's like Psych. totally you know what that's fair hold on hold on i'm making a huge audible here i i told you i forgot about so many shows because i made this list very well okay like so, is going number two everything i said except for western moves gets bumped up okay fair so enough like psych is going psych is going at number two everything else moves down a spot psych right. if you haven't seen psych get a fix All right. if you haven't seen psych you know why it's number two okay well it sort of wraps it up, I think. That was a that was a solid discussion, I think, about, that was a about some TV very shows. Enthusiastic discussion. Um, but thank you guys for listening. If you've made it this far, uh, make sure to if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, whatever you want. Check us check us out on social media. Please do. Um, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Later. Peace out.